Hey, yo, 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 and welcome back to the Fantasy Addicts Podcast. You're on today with your host, Andy. And today we're going to be talking about some Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia, um, on the 2023 NFL team-by-team breakdown from a fantasy football and just an overall NFL sense. We're going to break down all the relevant changes for 2023 for the Bills the fantasy assets that we should we are targeting and um yeah let's get into it So, the Bills, um, great fan base, great team, um, arguably the best fan base in the league. Uh, not sure there is um, anything I would jump through a table for, but those fans seem to. Um, they keep the same head coach and OC as last year, Sean McDermott, Ken Dorsey. Um, obviously, really good offense, really good regular season team. Uh, haven't had the success they've wanted in the playoffs. Um, yeah, you know, they're 11th in pass rate, 16th in run rate, um, pretty quick pace per game, plays per game, pace of play. Um, so it's a really good offense to be a part of. And the only real change is that Devin Singletary leaves, not that he was super relevant anyway. And I mean, they get his direct replacement, uh, Damian Harris. Um, and in the draft, they address the tight end position. Uh, so they, in the first round, their first pick, Dalton Kincaid, getting a lot of hype uh, in the dynasty world. Um, not so much redraft, you know, I think he's the dynasty tight end five. Um, so, yeah, I've pumped the brakes on him this year, but his uh, future looks really good. Um, obviously, the Bills were 13-3 and three last year, first in the AFC uh, East. And, um, yeah, th- this division looks to be really a lot more competitive this year, so we'll see how they go. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be in on the Bills this year for a winning the division kind of team. I think they'll obviously make the playoffs, but I'm not sure if they're really Super Bowl contenders. Um, we'll probably get into that later, but let's talk about the fantasy football assets on the Bills. First, going off the board for the Bills is Stefan Diggs, eight overall wide receiver, five. Um, we did a thing on the Twitter, our fa- favorite you know, first, second round targets um, and our least favorite. And Stefan Diggs was a least favorite of Jack and Charliams. Not super on board with that. I don't really understand it. I think, you know, Diggs is just a great receiver and a great offense. Uh, maybe they hate the the eighth pick wasted on Stefan Diggs, but, you know, I think he's, he's just going to be awesome. He's always thereabouts. Don't really need to waste much time on Steph Diggs if you like him in the back end of the first. I have no problem with it. Um, yeah, <laughs> contended to lead the league in catches, um, receiving touchdowns, all that jazz. Probably not as not as good as Jefferson Chase, but um, yeah, after that, could really see him right up there with the with the best. Um, the next great conversation becomes Josh Allen, twentieth overall. Or is it no twenty eighth overall? QB three off the board. 
do you want to spend a third round pick on Josh Allen? I think I kind of do because I mean we've had a we had a guy in our league, um, Dan, brother of James, who features on the Supercoach podcast, and Dan didn't really know what he's doing in fantasy football, and he'd just take Tom Brady in the first or second round. Like this was twenty. 2013, 2014, that kind of that kind of year where Tom Brady was the man, um, and you know he would always finish six and nine, and the only good asset he had on his team was Tom Brady. So Josh Allen is awesome. He is a really big contender to finish QB one overall. Obviously, has the powerful arm, does it on the ground, steals a lot of the red zone carries, gets his behind in the touchdown. Um, in the end zone, sorry, and yeah, he's dual threat, everything we want. So I am kind of in on Josh Allen at this really heavy price tag. I kind of love it in the third round. Um, you know, him, Hurts, Mahomes, any of those uh, early quarterbacks, I'm in on. So yeah, I, I love it if you if you like the strategy of you uh, quarterback early in your drafts, don't hesitate to go with Josh Allen. Gabe Davis also going off the board at 73 overall, wide receiver 37. Um, go back this time last year, and Gabe Davis was a fourth round pick, uh, you know, a top 40 pick in the draft. Um, I was kind of in on him then, didn't realize he wasn't that good at football, and I just didn't really break right for him last year for a multiple of reasons. I'm kind of in on him. At this price tag, I think it's very fair. Wide receiver 37. I think he finished roughly that last year and he was, you know, dog shit. I will fact check myself, but, you know, what? who else are you really getting here that can be um, that good for your team? I'll just quickly get up Gabe Davis on the Sleeper app. Shout out Sleeper if you want to. If you want to sponsor the pod, you know, let me know. Also, I'll plug the socials while I'm getting this up. Follow us on the Twitter at the FB Addicts and on the Instagram at the Fantasy Addicts. Um, yeah, so Gabe Davis finished as the wide receiver 24 in standard leagues and wide receiver 36 in PPR leagues. So split that down the middle, wide receiver 30 in half PPR leagues. Um, yeah, I don't think it get much worse than it did last year for Gabe. You know, he's still featured in the offense, still the second receiver option there. Um yeah, he's been getting a lot of camp buzz. I don't mind it as a you know a late round stab in your flex spot, high variance kind of guy. I'm kind of in on Gabe Davis at that price range. Uh, let's talk about running backs. Uh, James Cook, Damian Harris. I think I think I'm not not really in on Damian Harris. I've seen a lot of you know Twitter stuff saying he's a sleeper, one seventeen overall RB thirty eight. Um, you know, he's a great runner and stuff. But I think just the valuable back in this offense will be James Cook, 92 overall, RB31. Yeah, I think he's going to get – he's involved in the passing game. I think he's going to be – he's going to be the back to own in the Bills. And obviously, high-powered offense is exactly what you want. You know, I don't love it. Honestly, I don't love anyone besides Diggs and Allen in this offense. But, you know, I I can see the upside with Gabe Davis and James Cook. And I think, yeah, I think I would, you know, what, what's the worst that can happen? You know, 
taking James Cook and Gabe Davis at their current price tag because they they have been a lot more expensive just because of this hype of this entire Bills offense. Um, we'll talk tight ends, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, a couple of stabs if you want. Um, I'm out on both. You know, I think they cancel each other out. It's going to be really hard to pick which one will actually score on a given week. Um, so I think besides Diggs and Allen, I can see the upside of Gabe Davis and James Cook, but um, I think I'm staying away from, you know, Damien Harris, Kincaid, Knox, and anyone else you really want to mess with on this offense. Um, yeah, I think Diggs and Allen can both be top three at their respective positions, and I am in on their price tag. Um, now let's get into the bets, the outlook for the team. Ten and a half is the over-under. You know, they're going to lock two wins in against the, the Patriots. Um, kind of like the under, though. You know, it's the... Sorry, this division gets harder. Um, yeah, I think the Jets could sneak a game. Dolphins are sneaky good. I don't know, kind of lean under there for 10.5, even though they were 13-3 last year. Obviously, the lock of the century is DeMar Hamlin to be comeback player of the year. If he does anything, um, if he comes back to the field, it's a remarkable remarkable achievement and dollar twenty six is a great price. You know, they could just rename the award after him, to be honest. Um lock of the century on the pod. Um, but looking outside of that, two twenty five for the division, don't love that. Uh ten fifty for the Super Bowl, nah, pass. Josh Allen for MVP kinda interests me, but I just don't I'm not I'm not in on the bills. I'm on their unders. I think, yeah, I just don't think they're that good. Sorry if that offends some Bills fans. Um, yeah, here I'm going to say it. Joel and Charlene will be doing bets pods later on, you know, NFC, AFC winners over unders. They're going to kind of branch off into a, a uh, NFL kind of gambling kind of avenue and we'll, we'll be very interested to see where they have the bills, but for me, I'm OUT out on the bills. Don't think they're that much of a Super Bowl threat, but obviously Steph Diggs, Josh Allen will be great, and it will be interesting to see. Obviously, I can be wrong, but, you know, time will tell. So thank you for listening again. We will be back next week with who is next, ABC. Carolina Panthers is next. Uh, Might have Joel with me, might not. But hope you enjoyed the Bills pod. Go draft your Steph Diggs, Josh Allen, and jump through some tables for these Bills. Um, talk to you on the next one. Go conquer the day.